Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan. If you are new to this podcast and I am the host, and I'm so glad that you are here for today's episode. I hope everyone is doing well right now. I don't know about you guys, but I've just been feeling so anxious lately. And I'm typically someone that gets a lot of like situational um, stress and anxiety. But I feel like lately I've just kind of had some come from left field. I don't really know what's going on, but I just feel like, um, you know, the summer is wrapping up. I'm getting to the point of the end of my virtual internship and getting to the point where I'm like, okay, am I going to get a full-time offer or not? And, you know, realizing that I'm about to start studying for the CPA for the next year of my life and about to start my year of grad school and just getting a little bit worried about how I'm going to balance everything and also just trying to, at the same time, be very present and enjoy my t- time at home um, since I know I will be really, really busy here really shortly. And I guess it's just a lot of that. It's a lot of career uncertainty that I feel like is very pressing um, at my age and like the stage of life that I'm in. And I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that, knowing that so many of you guys are in a very similar stage of life that I am. And I don't know. That's just how I've been feeling lately. So I just wanted to sit down today and talk about some habits that have changed my health and like my fitness and just like pretty much like my healthy lifestyle in general, I guess you could say. I don't want to pin it down to fitness or health because it kind of goes beyond that. And you guys, if you haven't listened already, I have a whole podcast episode on my fitness journey. Um, If you want to go back and find that, I highly recommend listening to it. I go into a lot of detail about like how I got into fitness. I break down just sort of like what my routine was before I stopped going to the gym because of COVID and all that kind of stuff. And um, it's just a really great in-depth episode if you want to hear about that. And I also have on my YouTube channel from about a year ago, a video talking about all of my favorite fitness products. And all of those are pretty, still pretty relevant. Um, So definitely check that out too, if you're interested in that. But yeah, I just I feel like I it was really on my heart to talk about this this week just because I feel like I'm in a stage right now where I'm just getting very frustrated with my lack of progress, which like, of course, I'm not really making any progress because I'm not going to the gym and that's what I was doing like four to five times a week and like before March. And I mean, I am exercising and I'm moving and I'm getting that in almost every single day just with like paddleboarding or going on walks, but for the most part, paddleboarding or surfing. And that's so great. But it's like when I realize that my body doesn't feel the same and doesn't look the same, I get hard on myself. And then I try to remind myself that that's not what it's about. And it's about how I feel. And I do feel really great. But at the same time, I I can feel my body craving that feeling to just be in the gym and like lifting again and it's driving me insane because I got so addicted to the feeling of releasing stress by doing that and I still release stress through other workouts and everything but I feel like each different workout that I do in my life whether it's like running or yoga or you know paddleboarding paddle surfing or surfing and then going to the gym each one of those has it almost serves a different purpose and every single one of those provides a different feeling, I guess. So it's not like me doing any workout makes me feel the same. I feel like I'm at my like optimal happiness whenever I'm doing a good balance of very feel good type of exercise, like going on walks, doing yoga, surfing, that kind of thing. And then I also have a balance of actually like lifting weights and making progress with 
goals in the gym and things like that as well. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that, but um, I've just been so just frustrated and hard on myself. I've also just definitely been eating a lot unhealthier, which is fine, but um, you know, I'm not used to eating unhealthier. So like a lot of times, you know, my stomach won't feel well and I just won't feel well. And a lot of that just has to do with like living at home. And I do some of the grocery shopping. Like if we run out of something that I eat every morning, like yogurt or English muffins, whatever it is, you know, I'll go run to the store and I'll grab everything that we're out of and restock. But for the most part, um, you know, my mom goes once a week and then I'll go on like a second day during the week to like restock whatever's gone that I have to have <laughs> because it is the worst whenever you wake up in the morning and you're looking forward to breakfast and you're out of something that you eat every morning. So I don't know why I went on that tangent. But anyways, I don't know if you guys can relate. It's just this whole social distancing and quarantine thing with COVID has just put me in a place with my health and fitness where I feel like I've taken a million steps back and at but at the same time, it that's only the case if I look at it from one perspective of going to the gym. But when I look at it from the perspective of, you know, getting to experience different type of workouts, getting to experience workouts with my family and getting to challenge myself doing things that I've never done before, like running every day for three weeks that I did and that kind of stuff, I feel a lot more at peace and comfortable and happy and proud of myself still and give myself that grace. And I think that having such a strict um, and confined mindset and perspective with your health and fitness lifestyle it can be just not very productive because you only look at things from one way when in reality there's like so many other benefits I'm getting out of doing workouts that aren't in the gym and I'm you know keeping myself safe by doing that so yeah I don't know I'm just frustrated I guess is the word you could say and I've been craving the gym like crazy despite loving getting up in the morning and going paddleboarding every morning. So anyways, my quote for this week going off of all of that is health is adding a level of intention to every area of your life. And this really just goes very well with what I just said about having a narrow perspective on your lifestyle and your health and fitness. Um, Health is more than just going to the gym. Health is more than eating healthy and balanced. And health is more than having a certain workout routine that you do a certain number of weeks. Health is so much more than all of those things. It's truly about just having that underlying intention in every single aspect of your life so that you are creating a curated and balanced lifestyle for yourself that helps you be your healthiest and best self so that you can be more happy and energized and, you know, hopefully promote a better and longer life for yourself. So, I just really like that quote because I think it really alludes to what I was trying to say with it's so much more than that single perspective because it truly is embedded in every area of your life, whether that's your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, um, and just, you know, everything you do to take care of yourself on a day-to-day basis. Um, And that's really a very strong mindset to have whenever you look at your health and fitness routine and lifestyle rather than just thinking of health as eating super healthy and going to the gym all the time and doing all these crazy workouts because that's not what it is. So my goal for this week, you guys know I like to share um, a goal and gratitude for the week and my goal is to just enjoy and soak up this last week of my 
well, it's not my last week of my internship, but it's my last week of work for my internship, which is insane. I feel like I was just talking to you guys about my internship recap from my first week because I was <laughs> since it's shortened to only um, like four or five weeks. But it's crazy because it has absolutely flown by. Like I knew it was going to fly by because I haven't been this busy since I was back at school and, you know, February, March, whatever. But it has absolutely flown by. I'm in shock. But this is our last week of like actually getting assigned um, client work and like work like that. And the week after that, we pretty much just have a week of working on a project and we'll be doing that and doing like our internship wrap up and exit interviews and that kind of thing during the last week. So I don't know how we'll be doing that for an entire week. That seems kind of crazy to me for us to not have any work assigned for a whole week, but we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it's going to be great. It's been so great so far. Um, I've learned a lot, honestly, and I've networked a lot and I've learned a lot as far as like, I don't know, I feel a lot more comfortable and with the fact that like I can do so much with what I'm specializing in as far as like my graduate degree goes, um, which is in tax accounting, if you guys do not know, because I really thought it was just strictly corporate and income tax. And it's really not like there's so much you can do with that, which is really comforting to me because I wasn't sure how I was feeling about, you know, just what I thought it was in my head. But I've learned that it's so much more than what I thought it was just because experience is the only thing that's going to teach me that. But at the same time, I'm also just, of course, like anyone, a little bit uneasy about, you know, the longevity of me having this career and like all this kind of stuff. But I just get stressed about that kind of stuff because of everything else I have going on. So it's more so of a circumstantial type of thing. But I don't know why I'm getting into that. But that's just where a lot of my stress comes from. So (laughs) anyways, my gratitude for this week is family time. And I say that because... Also, with social distancing and, um, you know, self-isolating, whatever. Actually, not really self-isolating because I don't have COVID anymore. But anyways, um, I feel like with social distancing, I pretty much just am with my family all the time. And then my boyfriend's obviously staying with me too. And um, I have seen, like, a few friends, but it's been in outdoor settings where, like, we'll um, get food to go and then eat outdoors. So, you know, we don't have to worry about being in an enclosed space I just don't really like going to go sit inside of like closed places for a long period of time and if I go pick up to go food you know I'm gonna wear my mask and pick it up and leave and um I've really just haven't seen friends that often I guess you could say um just a few friends that I hadn't seen in a while that I wanted to catch up with um saw them adhering to social distancing guidelines and everything like that which is still like so weird and scary but I know like taking the precautions is the best way to go about it and that's what um I've been doing but basically I'm just so thankful for family time because with all of that obviously I'm spending more time with my family whereas if nothing was going on I would be trying to see like everyone that I haven't seen in so long and I'd be like super busy and I wouldn't be spending a ton of time with my family and with going to the beach every morning with my family um I think that that really helps a lot with like the family time because if it wasn't for that, I really would only have like an hour with them um, every day. And that would be like at dinner, just because I'm working all day. My dad's working all day. Um, My mom's a teacher, so she's not working right now. But you know, she's getting ready to be teaching and everything. Um, And it's really stressful for her with everything going on and having to go back into school. So I'm just really thankful for family time because 
I just know that I wouldn't have had this much time with my family if it wasn't for COVID. So I would try to like see that silver lining. Um, It's unanticipated family time. And although it can be hard, you know, not being in my own space, I am so, so grateful that I got this time with them because I haven't been able to be home this long in I don't know how long. So I'm really, really grateful for that. And it's just something that kind of like puts me at peace more so with like the whole situation. I'm just pretty much staying indoors for the most part unless I'm going to the beach and um, or, you know, getting food to go or whatever, because that's pretty much all my life is right now besides working is going to the beach. <laughs> so that's that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get into the episode. But before I do that, I just want to encourage you guys to follow the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram page and join the Gen Z Girl podcast Facebook group. Facebook group is a great little community and you guys are just so encouraging, uplifting, inspiring, amazing, incredible. I feel like I'm doing that one TikTok that's like never been seen before. Um, I don't know the rest of them, but you guys know what I mean. And the Instagram, um, my friend Lexi is helping me with that and she's just trying to kind of build a portfolio for herself with running social media accounts and everything um and she's getting into graphic design so I'm letting her you know kind of take the reins with the podcast Instagram since I'm really busy right now and we've been collaborating a lot and figuring out you know what we want to do how we're going to post make things more interactive and fun for you guys so definitely check that out as well it's everything's always um mentioned and linked in the show notes so be sure to check that out so my first thing first habit I guess you could say for what has really changed my healthy lifestyle is switching up workouts when things get repetitive or boring. If you notice yourself in the gym or, you know, going to a spin class or going to a yoga class and you're getting bored, chances are you should do something to switch it up. You don't have to completely like part ways with that workout that you're doing, but maybe try incorporating something different every week because if you don't, you're just going to start getting uninspired slowly and that's just like really upsetting whenever you start getting uninspired and don't really want to go anymore or do the same thing anymore and you don't want to completely withdraw yourself from exercising and working out but the best way to avoid feeling like you need to do that is by slowly incorporating other stuff into your workout routine um and I think detaching the definition of workout um from the gym itself and recognizing that any movement is good movement is a really great way to think of this because for me, um, I've always, like I was saying in the beginning, I like the definition of workout in my head is so attached to physically being at the gym. When in reality, like movement is movement. Going on a walk around your neighborhood um, with your dog, going on a run in your neighborhood, or, you know, walking on the treadmill while, while watching Netflix or doing a little home hit workout, doing yoga. Movement is movement and it's good for you at the end of the day. So doing those things and just incorporating those different types of things that you can do into your routine will really help you stay interested in keeping your body moving and staying well. So that one has been really huge for me during um, this whole COVID thing just because it has helped so much whenever I've gotten really bored with like the at-home hit workouts and circuits because that's what I was doing like pretty hardcore for like three or four weeks straight and then I got really sick of it and that's when I decided to kind of start running and then after I ran um, that was when I got COVID and then after getting COVID I came home and now I've been paddle boarding so I've truly like been doing all kinds of different stuff I had like a little bit of yoga in there too at some point so that has really helped me like 
have the motivation and stay interested in moving during quarantine. And I know a lot of people say all the time, you know, how are you staying motivated to work out when, you know, we're stuck at home, we can't go to the gym, whatever it is. And I truly, truly think the one thing that has helped me the most is just switching up what I'm doing when I notice I'm getting bored. And you also have to just accept the fact that you will get bored because it's it does get repetitive and that's just our human nature. Number two is doing the workouts that feel best to me and not focusing so much on what's popular to do. I'm so, this is like one of those things that subconsciously I feel like a lot of us do. Like we feel like we need to do everything that like the fitness influencers on our Instagram are doing or the YouTubers are doing or whatever's most popular on TikTok. You don't have to do anything that just because it's popular. Like you need to do what is best for you and what feels best to you. And that's so huge because I know there's a lot of times when like a fitness influencer, there's like a certain kind of like leg workout or something going around and people just like rave about it. But for me, it like really, really hurts my knees or my hips or something just because my knees and my hips have literally been bad since I stopped doing gymnastics. And, you know, I have to be self-aware and realize, okay, this isn't best for me. I need to just do something else and not worry about the fact that just because everyone else is doing this right now, that doesn't mean I need to. So... And I think a lot of you may not like really realize that you do a lot of workouts because I, f- I think about this about spin all the time, like cycling, which spin is great. I like love cycle bar. I've been to, like one soul cycle class and I loved it, but I did soul cycle for about two total months and it is truly great and it's a great workout. Um, it's definitely not something that I want to do on its own. Like I definitely still like to go to the gym and lift weights and whatnot but it's really great cardio and it's a lot of fun and I enjoy it. But I feel like it just because it's so popular and like so trendy, it like you, every I feel like always pressured anytime I'm in a city that like has a cycling place. I'm like, oh, I need to go. But I don't need to go. If that's not what I want to do, it's not what I want to do. And that's that. Like, don't feel like you have to do what's popular, trendy, whatever. Do what's best for you. Do what you like, whether that's kickboxing, spinning, doing yoga classes, Um, doing hot yoga or just doing your own little circuits at home you do you number three is reminding myself that my fitness journey is mine and no one else's Um, and just making sure I'm comparing my progress to myself only and living a healthy lifestyle for myself only I'm not sitting here trying to work out and eat healthy eat healthy to look good for somebody I'm not sitting here trying to do all this just to look good in, in pictures I'm not doing any of this for anyone but myself just to feel happy and confident in my own skin and learning that what I do um, for myself each day those intentions that I set for myself to you know have that healthy lifestyle and to do my best and put my best foot forward just so I can be as healthy as possible for my future kids and my future family and just for my life down the road um it's all mine and it's for me and it's not for anyone else's you know judgment it's not for anyone else's pleasure it's for me and a lot of times I think we can get caught up in thinking we need to look a certain way and that's whenever we start thinking oh like I wish I looked like this or whatever which you should never think that only compare yourself to you but the second you start thinking those things that starts to become your motive for things such as working out and you don't realize it but subconsciously that's what happens and I know I sit here and preach a lot of like mindfulness and positive mindset and all this kind of stuff and I want you guys to know that I am not 
you know, perfectly confident in myself and I'm not happy with myself all the time, you know, I have periods of time where I'm really hard on myself and I'm not confident in my body and, you know, not confident in the way I look. And I go through phases like that. And the thing is, at the end of the day, um, whenever I just bring myself back down to earth and I remember that everything I do is for how I feel and to just make my life feel so much better and hopefully be so much better, whenever I remember all that, it's like everything else just kind of goes out the window and I just have to remember that I can't compare my day one or day 30 to someone else's you know day 300 and everybody's body and everybody's life everybody's schedule is completely different so there's absolutely no reason for you to compare to things that just like can't be compared and I don't know I just I I know right now is definitely one of those times where I'm just like not the happiest with how I feel and just like I want to say how I look but that's just it's not really what it's about and sometimes I think that like I feel gross so I think I look bad and honestly I just think we need to give ourselves more grace because at the end of the day if you are just giving yourself that time and that commitment to you know do your best and to live your most balanced lifestyle I think that you're doing great And that's the biggest thing for me because I've, you know, gone through phases where I've just been a little bit too addictive with, you know, trying to keep up with my, what I'm eating or with my fitness. And even though that was like years ago, I think that those old like habits can kind of seep in whenever I get to those bad places mentally. And I don't want to go back to those places. So it's really important for me to be self-aware so that I, that doesn't happen and I don't fall back into those habits, but um, basically all I'm trying to get at is, you know, you can't compare the way you live to someone else's with your health and fitness. It's all yours, and you just need to compare you to you, and I know I say that all the time, but I just can't emphasize how important it is to only compare yourself to you, and that goes for looks, that goes for you know school and grades that goes for your job your career your fitness life like literally everything like you need to be your own standard and that's that so number four is recognizing how eating whole and clean and exercising consistently makes me feel so I crave it rather than going through the motions with it and never actually taking the time to recognize how good it makes me feel and how good it is for my health I know that was a mouthful but Something that's really changed my life like with health and fitness and maintaining a routine with it is taking that mental note of how good I feel whenever I, you know, have just sweat a bunch and I've finished a great workout or how great I feel whenever I've prepared a really like good meal full of like whole foods that have a lot of nutrients in them and, you know, really satisfy me and taking note of those things mentally just because if you're just kind of doing them and going through the motions just because you feel like you have to and you're never actually taking note of what feels good, first of all, you'll never know what you truly do and don't like if you're just kind of going through the motions and not intentionally trying to like see what feels good and what doesn't. And second of all, you know, you're 
just never going to want to maintain that as far as having a routine goes just because you're going to feel like there's no reason to maintain it if you never actually recognize how it makes you feel. And hopefully that makes sense. I was trying to like put that in words, but it was really hard for me to articulate just because it's one of those things that's like a mental practice for me. I don't like actually physically write anything out or say anything about it. It's just one of those things that I mentally try and do all the time where, you know, say I just went on a run and I was dreading it so much but after the run you know I felt amazing I try to like sit there and marinate in that thought and in that moment of me thinking like man I feel really good that I did that I wasn't looking forward to it but I feel really great now and just kind of like embedding that feeling of those endorphins releasing like after you exercise or like whenever you are really proud of a meal that you made for yourself those types of things like really give you that motivation to maintain a routine and have that like longevity whenever it comes to your fitness and health routine. So number five is exercising because I love the exercises I'm doing and how they make me feel rather than exercising to burn a certain number of calories. Disclaimer, I just want to say there's absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying tracking your calories burned and enjoying doing so. Just don't let that be your driving force and sole reason for working out because, you know, it can, I know that, you know, it it can be dangerous for people, you know, who have just struggled with that in the past. And the thing is, is like for me, I love having my Apple watch and like seeing how many calories I've burned because I truly do feel like it motivates me in a way, but like, I don't let that be the sole reason and driving force for me exercising and working out. You know, I exercise because I love the exercises I do and how they make me feel and how it challenges my body and how I can go up and wait and start you know, being stronger and feeling myself getting stronger. And that's why I exercise and work out, not because of seeing a certain number burned as far as my calories go. And I just think it's really important to make sh- always make sure, like check in with yourself. It can be really easy to just get in habits and routines and just go through the motions and kind of lose your why if you're just going through the motions. And I think that once you get to a point where you can like take those mental checks and just be like, you know, I am doing this because I love it. Like, I love this exercise. It feels really great. And just taking note of all those things because it really does help in the long run. Number six is eating balanced as a lifestyle instead of tracking every single thing I eat. This is just my personal preference. Um, I know, like, everybody's goals are different and different and that's another thing I have to say right now is that like obviously like these are things based off of like my fitness journey and my health journey that have helped me this isn't like none of these things are supposed like supposed to be inherent and embedded in your lifestyles because this is what I have experienced I'm just telling you guys the habits that have helped me get to a very healthy and when I say healthy I don't just mean like eating super well and exercising. I mean like mentally healthy to place when it comes to fitness and lifestyle or my fitness and health um, as far as my lifestyle goes. So basically, you know, I went through a period of time, which I talked about this on my um, fitness journey episode on my podcast where I just tracked every single thing I ate. And while that may be like what you need to do if you're, or not what you need to do, but that may be something to do if you are, trying to you know say lose weight or whatever I was doing it and I wasn't really like trying to lose weight I was just trying to keep track of what I was eating just because I wanted to be in the best I don't know I just didn't really have a motive for it and that's 
really weird to like think about and think back on. Um, but I just kind of started doing it whenever I was, whenever I had a personal trainer and to just do better for volleyball. And it literally like got so addicting and I just like felt like I couldn't eat anything if it had like a certain number of grams of sugar in it or if it had like a certain number over a certain number of calories so I like got really strict because I started like completely omitting anything that exceeded those thresholds basically and when in reality like I'm not a dietitian and I (laughs) am like sitting there like pretending I am one like cutting off what I can and can't eat but Anyways, eating balanced as a lifestyle instead of tracking every single thing I eat is what personally works best for me and that's a habit that has absolutely changed my life um, as far as like my mental health goes with my uh, fitness lifestyle and everything. I've just found that like what works best for me personally is just having a routine and lifestyle of eating balanced rather than being so obsessive and focused on what I am and what I am not eating and just making sure I'm getting the nutrients I need and whenever I'm having a craving and I want something letting myself have it Um, and that's just what personally works best for me obviously all of us are different and you know you may have different preferences but I've tried the whole tracking everything my macros and tracking every single calorie I eat and it just wasn't healthy for me mentally. And I think that that's not talked about a lot. And um, I don't really talk about that often, like on my YouTube channel or Instagram or anything, just because it was honestly so long ago. And um, I have talked about it on my podcast, just because this is like where I get deeper into things, I feel like. But I just want to emphasize that, like I said, everybody's different. And if different people have different goals and different people are going to achieve those different goals in different ways. How many times can I say different in a sentence? Oh my gosh. But I just really, really feel like I'm in such a good place with eating a balanced lifestyle and maintaining like just being so focused on getting those whole foods and nutrients rather than so focused on what I am and am not eating as far as like just calories and macros goes I guess you could say but like I said I'm not a dietitian so don't like sit here and like follow every single thing I say because like I said we're all different so anyways number seven is getting enough sleep and going to bed and waking up at the same time every day holy cow this is something that like I had to really sit down and like reflect on to realize but like my sophomore and like most of my junior year of college, I was probably only getting like five to maybe max six and a half, seven hours of sleep a night just with trying, like taking my hardest classes and at the time like loaded schedules, um, you know, having a part-time job at school and then also trying to keep up with like YouTube and uploading really frequently and um that was kind of like when I was trying to get used to like having brand deals on YouTube and stuff because it was like my first go around with having that consistently so I wasn't sleeping a lot and like I was thinking about this earlier today and I just realized I never worked out that often but it was always a goal like I was always trying to work out more my sophomore and junior year and it was like just such a strong goal I had and there was a little period of time where I was doing well with it and in that period of time I was getting enough sleep but that only lasted for like a month And the thing is, is looking back, I'm like, the whole reason why I never had that motivation, I feel like, and why I never felt like working out was because I was so tired and it always, like, I would always just 
rather use that spare time in my day to rest because I wasn't getting enough sleep rather than going to the gym and getting more tired than I already was. And the biggest thing is just getting enough sleep. And I feel like for the past eight, 10 months, um, I've like really, really focused on that. And even, even more than 10 months, honestly, probably like the last year, year and a half, I've like tried to get, you know, at least seven hours of sleep a night, like at the minimum. Um, and, but most of the time aim for eight hours. And the biggest thing for me, I was talking about this in my morning routine that I just uploaded on YouTube. The biggest thing for me is just making sure that I go to sleep and wake up at the same time every day. And on the weekends, it's a little bit different, obviously, because I don't have to get up necessarily as early, but still trying to get up within a reasonable amount of time that I normally would and go to bed in a reason compared to like a reasonable amount of time that I normally would. And for me, I go to bed usually around like 930, sometimes 10 o'clock. And I'm always up at like 520, 530 at the latest during the week. And that has helped immensely just because it's put my body on like this natural rhythm and cycle to where like I, you know, get tired at the same time and, you know, am ready to wake sorry I just hiccuped out of nowhere and then ready to wake up at the um, same time and it's truly helped so much because it's just I'm rested I'm not you know going to bed at 10 o'clock one night and then going to bed at 3 a.m the next and sleeping in some days and then not sleeping in others and it's just very consistent and that consistency is exactly what I needed to be consistent with um, you know doing whatever form of workout I'm doing and that has absolutely made the world of a difference and the it's just truly, honestly, I think the reason why my workout routine got so consistent my senior year of college was because of prioritizing sleep. And even though I wasn't going to bed and waking up at the same time every day in college, I was at least prioritizing sleep so that I was getting enough sleep to where I had that energy to go work out. So number eight is breaking large goals down into smaller and more digestible slash attainable goals. Is my phone talking to me? What is going on? Oh, guys, I just sat on my iPad. I'm going to leave that in here just because I don't want to edit it out. But I like just heard Siri out of nowhere, but I was sitting on the home button of my iPad and I had no idea my iPad was underneath me. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Anyways, um, what I was saying is breaking down like those large goals you have into the smaller ones that are more attainable and feel more realistic. For example, um, instead of like being like, oh, I want to run 30 miles this month just focusing on how many miles you want to run in a week or how many miles you want to run each day and only focus on that one goal at a time. I cannot emphasize that enough. I feel like I've gone through phases where I've had like four different like health and fitness goals in one, in one time and I'm just like, okay, what are you wanting to do? Because it's really hard to completely like uproot your life and change your lifestyle if you're like trying to focus on so many different things at once. I feel like if you really just have those more attainable bite-sized goals – I guess you could say, if that's how you want to explain it, um, it really, really helps with getting there and it makes it so much easier to commit to one thing rather than trying to commit yourself to so many different things at once, especially if you're starting like so many different goals at once. Number nine is guilt-free rest days. Oh my gosh, I used to have the most unhealthy mindset about rest days, but the reality of it is that they are literally necessary for recharging and allowing your body to continue having that work the consistent workout routine without overdoing it or hurting yourself because if you just like worked out forever and like never took rest days 
you would end up hurting yourself and you would burn out and you would overdo it and you have to give your body that rest so that it can like perform its best and you know meet whatever goals you have for yourself and I just used to like think that taking a day off was taking a step back and you know making backward progress and that's just not the case at all they're absolutely necessary everybody's different too and needs a different amount of rest I feel like I personally need like two days of rest a week um just because I typically like wear myself out in other ways during the week like mentally or you know if I'm just like working on a ton of stuff it can be really hard for me to have the energy to go work out whenever I'm like mentally exhausted sometimes so sometimes I need like two days um for the most part I would say personally like I said everyone's different so you know maybe you only need one whatever it is but I just have found that like having that healthy relationship with you know allowing myself to have those rest days and not feeling guilty about it has really made a world of a difference in just how I my healthy lifestyle um is and how it lasts Number 10, the last habit is always giving yourself grace and remembering that your fitness journey is not linear. And this goes a lot um, like with what I was saying earlier about just having your workout routine, you know, only compare it to yourself, having your whole fitness journey only being compared to yourself and that kind of thing. But basically, you know, you're going to have bad days, but it's important to just let the bad days be no more than a bad day. And, you know, letting the good days have that potential to, like, make you want to keep going. And the biggest thing for me is just giving yourself grace. You know, maybe one day you had, like, a ton of things to do and you're trying to squeeze in, getting a workout or, you know, um, cooking a specific meal you wanted to cook and you just got really busy and it didn't happen. You know, not being so hard on yourself that you missed that day and just saying, you know what? today wasn't the day and I'm going to try again in the morning and that's the biggest thing is just not letting it tear you down completely and I know that may sound ridiculous to some people but I think that if you're not in like a great place with your lifestyle in general you can really let those bad days and this goes goes to show for literally anything in life like not just your fitness journey um or health healthy lifestyle like you can't let you know one thing that didn't go as planned completely wreck you and wreck what you have planned for the future and what you're going to do tomorrow so that's really really important to remember and I really like that I ended on that note because that's something that I still think that I struggle with like if I just end up having a really busy day and I don't get to get a workout in or I don't even get if I just like don't get a YouTube video of film that I was planning on filming I can be so hard on myself and like literally let it tear me down because I didn't get it done But it's so important to just let it be and, you know, try again the next day and not let it ruin um, my days to come. So I know this podcast episode was a little bit short, but these are just things, like I said, this is very personal to me. This is applicable to me. This may not be the case for everyone. And I just thought that sharing these habits that have just helped me have a healthier mindset and healthier lifestyle in general in regards to health and fitness um I don't know I just really wanted to share all these habits because I thought it would be a good episode because it's like not necessarily like my workout routine or anything like that but it's basically just things that I have changed in my life or done in my life that I have noticed that have made a difference in my mindset and my um 
you know, desire and consistency with having a healthy lifestyle, I guess. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to join the Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group, like I said, and follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast on Instagram. It's just at Gen Z Girl Podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram too if you want and check out my YouTube channel. And I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. I hope you all have a marvelous week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.